0: Life's too short for crap marketing. The Got Marketing Podcast is for marketers, business owners, and entrepreneurs who want marketing that's fun, accessible, and meaningful. Join me, Mia Feilman, for inspired chats with my favorite marketing insiders about marketing that works, campaigns that inspire, and the fads, fakery, and false profits to avoid. Hello friends, and welcome back to The Got Marketing Show. I have been burying my head in the sand, hoping that the whole AI chat GPT thing will just go away. I want to state for the record that I have absolutely no problem with change. In fact, I embrace it. I'm on TikTok. I'm loving it. My issue with artificial intelligence in marketing runs a lot deeper than that and is quite layered and it speaks to capitalism, hustle culture, corporate greed, and complicating things that are already really, really complicated. My thoughts on this topic can't be distilled into a social media post, so I've invited Remy Odette onto the show to have this conversation through with me and she holds different views to mine, so I think it's going to make for a really interesting discussion. Welcome to the podcast, Remy. Thank you
1: so much for having me.
0: So why don't you kick us off by just doing a little bit of an
1: intro, who you are, what you do, why you're here. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm the founder of Sunday Best Digital and we're a one-year-old boutique SEO agency in Melbourne, helping SMEs grow their visibility online through brand building SEO. So I come from a corporate SEO background. I used to work at Officeworks in Kmart and then I started Sunday Best because I saw that there was a big gap for really ethical brand building SEO services that I wanted to fill. Oh, there is a huge gap. It's like there is a void, a gaping (laughs) void
0: of that. And congratulations on being 12 months in your agency From the outside looking in, you have really come leaps and bounds in the last 12 months. Like I feel like your success has really been like fast track. So it's been a joy to watch you blossom into this agency owner within just 12 months. Oh, thank you. All right. So what is AI and how does it apply to marketing SEO? Let's start there.
1: So AI stands for artificial intelligence and it's basically referring to the ability of machines um, to perform tasks that generally require human intelligence. So a really great example that you mentioned is chat GPT, which is the latest AI that's taking over the world. But there's lots of different sort of sub fields of AI, including, you know, machine learning, natural language processing, robotics, and there's lots of different uses. So they can be used for virtual assistants, chatbots, even, you know, self-driving cars, are technically AI. So, yeah, it encompasses a whole range of uh, new technologies.
0: Why do we need this? What problem is this
1: solving for humanity? Well, I think that people are leaning so heavily into AI because it's there and I think humans naturally want to find the easiest way to do things and what's easier than getting a machine to do it for you, especially when it comes to business. I mean, you don't need to pay, you know, artificial intelligence. They don't need breaks like us mere mortals do. And so I think that that is actually a a major contributor to their success is that they're cheap and basically built to be better than humans.
0: And what do you mean by cheap? So don't, I know that ChatGPT has a free version, but I would imagine like all SaaS software products, it has a paid version. Same with chatbots on your internet, messenger.
1: So what do you mean by free? ChatGPT is free. There are lots of free AI tools. There's also lots of paid AI software that you can use, but the cost of that software is a lot cheaper than a human. So, let's say if we're comparing ChatGPT to a content writer, you know, a content writer's salary could be anywhere from 60 to 100k a year, whereas, I mean, ChatGPT is free and you really just need one person to manage it. So, when I say it's cheap, it it still sometimes costs money, but compared to how much you'd have to pay a human, it is a lot less.
0: Isn't that really bad news for content writers and humans?
1: Well, it's bad for average humans. So I think a lot of the menial tasks will get taken up by AI, but I think what it's going to do is it's going to push people to become specialists, to gain new skills. In the, you know, content writing industry, you're going to see a lot less of those content writing farms where, you know, you pay someone a dollar a word to write for you because, you know, why would you pay that when you've got a machine that can do it for free? So content writers especially are going to have to level up. They're going to have to learn brand strategy, become more specialized with SEO, and that's going to be a way that they're going to be able to compete. But, you know, if you're trying to write really boring generic copy, I think that's where you'll be in trouble.
0: That's a really good point. I think that's a a positive way to reframe it, that this is not necessarily about stealing all the jobs and replacing all the jobs but it's that the Upworks and the fivers of the world that we're pumping out very sort of same same copy in fact ChatGPT is going to probably do a better version. Yeah, My issue with it and you know this is big so brace yourself <laughs> is that you know we keep talking about how this technology is coming and it is going to be great for humans because they're going to be able to work less you know it's like well it's fantastic now I've got chat GPT and I've got chat box I can work less am I no I'm working more and then it's not like they're creating this technology and they are making it completely free, like open source. Sure, ChatGPT is free now, but there is a corporate entity behind it. It is not a government-run program that's funded by taxpayers. So, it is a corporation who at the moment has has had it free, but I wouldn't be surprised if it gets monetized. And so, what is really essentially happening is that this is another thing that gets added To the plate of marketers and business owners. And it's more complexity when we already have so much complexity. And now I have to go and upskill in this and I have to learn this and I have to integrate this in with the rest of my stack. And then I have to, you know, wrap my head around something new, which is definitely not going to save me any time in the, in the short term. And then I might end up having to pay for it. And so. It's just another thing that I have to pay for. Otherwise, I'm at a competitive disadvantage because if everybody else is using ChatGBT and I'm the holdout, then I'm the one that's going to have to suffer. So here we go, another subscription that I need to add to my ever-growing list of subscriptions.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I was, I sort of groaned when it first started, news first started coming out about ChatGBT at the end of last year, because like you said, it is just one more thing that small businesses and marketers are going to have to master to be able to keep up with everyone else it's it's going to level the playing field however i think that if you can get your head around it and you can use it to your advantage and you invest time into learning it it could save you time it could give you an advantage over everyone else but only if you know how to use it properly because you know, with ChatGPT, you could use it, not touch the content you're given, stick it on the internet, but it's the business owners that use it as an assistant. So, they don't rely fully on it. They, you know, edit the work that's coming off it. They make sure they include their, you know, brand personality. They integrate their brand tone of voice into it. They're going to be the ones that are going to do the best out of this. And emerging marketers, you know, junior marketers are going to have to start learning it, unfortunately. Just like I'm sure, what, 20 years ago when Facebook came out that everyone thought, oh, this is just another marketing tool that I'm going to have to use. But, you know, we all adapted and I think that, you know, innovation can be great in marketing, but it's still just a case of, well, how do I use it? Can it be useful to me? And is it even worth using in my business mm, for
0: sure like your your points around you know we all had to learn facebook and we all had to learn instagram as are true but we still all have to do those things and then we need to learn tiktok and now <laughs> yeah. linkedin and up Pinterest and youtube is having a resurgence and um, email marketing and seo and you know it's like the pile is growing but nothing is coming off yeah I've listened to a lot of podcasts where, you know, the message that pro-AI evangelists have shared with the world because there are so many risks involved, right, with it's because yeah. we're venturing into unknown territory. Who knows how this is going to happen? No one anticipated the unintended, very negative consequences of Facebook Mm. and Instagram, Yeah, you know, where suicide rates amongst teenage girls have essentially doubled since the introduction of of meta platforms. So we don't know what we're walking into, but the evangelists of AI have all said that the biggest selling point for it is the fact that things are going to be easier. Things are going to be cheaper. We're going to work less. We're going to have to do less. And that really remains to be flippant seen.
1: Yeah, and I think those people tend to be the ones who are making money from AI, definitely not the people who have to get used to using it.
0: Got Marketing is brought to you by Campaign Del Mar, a marketing education platform for marketers and entrepreneurs. Learn practical, repeatable and actionable steps to market with confidence. Nail your email marketing strategy or join Campaign Classroom, And learn to create memorable and effective marketing campaigns. These are not the kind of online programs where you are left floundering, unsure how to put theory into practice, nor will these programs sit unfinished for months. You can expect hands on, tailored advice, accountability, and a supportive community, and you will walk away with lifelong marketing skills. Learn more at CampaignDelmar.com. Let's talk about how we can incorporate specifically ChatGPT into our marketing and into our SEO strategy. I would love for you to share with us some examples of how this is being done well and maybe how (laughs) this is not being done so well.
1: So I want to preface this by saying I am definitely AI neutral. I understand both sides. I myself take a long time to adopt new technology. So I understand how uh, frustrating it is to have to learn something else. But I wanted to make that clear because I'm going to embrace AI definitely through with my work, but I think an over-reliance on it is a negative thing. So I think the way that it's going to change is it's going to act like an assistant. And I think if you use it as an assistant, it's going to help you. If you rely on it like a full-time employee, you're gonna run into issues. So as an example, using it to come up with blog topic ideas, using it to quickly grab information where you don't wanna spend, you know, a lot of time Googling, that's where it's gonna help. Getting it to write an entire blog post and then not carefully combing through it, I don't think that's gonna be a great way to use it. And you know not just for SEO, but all types of marketing. I've seen people use it for email marketing, social media, and it's really good as an idea generator tool as a starting point. But I don't think it's ever going to completely take the place of really experienced, knowledgeable and creative marketers.
0: Good. Good to hear. (laughs) Very happy to hear that. I feel like we've thrown our hands up in the air and we've said humans are just not good enough, so we now need machines. So let's just give up. Mm. Let's just give up on humans. Let's just give up on our brains. Let's just give up on our ability to create, ideate, iterate, And let's just, you know, get some machines to do it for us because humans are fundamentally flawed. And I just, I really take issue with that because it's like, we've just given up on our brains, Mm. which is, I think, a little bit of a sad state of reality. So you mentioned it's great for blog topics, which is super handy. It's great for research, also super handy, great for people who are not natural writers to be able to give you a starting off point because as you will know as a content writer the hardest part is the beginning right yes the blank page the blank google doc staring back at you going how do i even start to break the back of yeah so i think that that's definitely worth considerations how does chat gpt impact seo specifically
1: well With Google specifically, they used to have guidelines before ChatGPT that pretty much stated content created by AI could be considered spammy and you could get penalized for it. Now that AI is becoming so much more widely used with the introduction of ChatGPT, they've actually changed that to put more of a focus on what the content itself says rather than who's writing it. So you can use AI content. On your site. However, it needs to be helpful. It cannot be spammy. You still have to put the effort in of making sure it's free from errors, trustworthy information. And ideally, you would also weave your brand's personality in it because there is so much content on the internet. Now that ChatGPT has come out, there's going to be even more. And you really need to find a way to stand out because, you know, the insane amount of content that's going to be getting generated by businesses. It's it's going to completely change, I think, the SEO content world, blogging, all of that type of content creation on the internet.
0: And what are some of the limitations of ChatGPT?
1: ChatGPT has a couple of limitations. Some that I've read about, some that I've experienced myself. So I think the biggest one is creativity. It's a machine. You can't manufacture creativity and GPT spits out the most generic, boring blogs that sound like it's been written by, well, a robot, but you know, what you're taught at school with really basic grammar, no storytelling ability. So I think you'll never be able to replace human creativity. That's probably the biggest one. Secondly, there's a big potential for bias because it's trained on lots of text data, and because it's trained with data that humans are inputting into it, it may pick up biases and stereotypes um, that could be present in that data. So that's another thing to watch out for. And then also it's not up to date. So there are some apps you can use to allow ChatGPT to get access to the internet, but ChatGPT itself isn't connected to the internet. So if something happened today, you would not be able to ask ChatGPT about it. I mean, today I was looking up Google's EAT guidelines and how a a chiropractor might use them. And because recently Google added another e-expert experience to that EAT guidelines, ChatGPT didn't know about it and it didn't mention it. So I think we really need to be aware of whether the facts that are coming out of ChatGPT are actually true because it also can't necessarily um, tell you where it's found the information and so you can't trust that it's correct.
0: Wow okay that's really helpful detail thanks for outlining that and it is wonderful to hear that creativity is probably the biggest limitation especially as a creative marketer who trains people to come up with creative ideas so am I right in saying that now marketers and entrepreneurs who are driving their own marketing need to change where they are investing their efforts um, in light of AI. So, focusing more on creativity rather than, I guess, basic copywriting.
1: Absolutely. You're not going to win the marketing game with boring, washed up ideas. You really need to think big. And I think you know, social media has kind of let everyone believe that there's a certain way of being creative and we all need to think a certain way. But I think that this is going to force creative people to actually come up with some really big ideas that are going to not be stereotypical. They're going to be completely fresh. They might be, you know, too big for some people, but it's going to really help put some more diversity into the landscape rather than, you know, the same campaigns that we see over and over again, the same type of social media posts, the same emails. And so I think that's really exciting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a very good point. Okay, so asking for a friend, if I was to uh, want to get started with this because I've had the head buried in the sand and I've done absolutely nothing, what would you recommend?
1: So, I would recommend playing around with it and just learning how to brief it because, I mean, just like a copywriter, this ChatGPT, what it spits out is only as good as the brief you give it. And you can make tweaks to briefs so that you get really great responses and then there are some that come back not so great. So, having a little play around, playing around with what you're asking it to do, maybe lengthening the brief. So, rather than just saying, you know, give me a list of 10 blog topics related to SEO, you can ask it to do that and then ask it to remove the word SEO from the title. Make sure that it's in a sort of thought leadership form. And so, you can get really specific and I think that's going to give you the best results. But playing around with it is going to be the best thing because then you'll find what works for you, what you tell it to do and what, you know, information you get from it. That's going to be the biggest help. So excuse my ignorance here, but can I train it? Can I use
0: chat GPT as a chat bot on my website to answer frequently asked questions from my potential customers? And then help it by answering some of those questions myself and then will it learn the way that I'm answering the questions? If it's like, oh yeah, Mia has answered this question five times like this. That's how I need to answer this question. Is that how it works?
1: Well, definitely you can use it as a chat bot. It's continuously learning and updating itself. It's great because it can sound like a human. So if you're in a different time zone and you are getting you know, inquiries in the middle of the night, it can respond pretty much like a human would. However, it's not possible for you to train ChatGPT directly. So it involves a lot of data, um, a lot of resources that's done by its own researchers and engineers in a controlled environment. So it's not like you can go rogue and tell it to give specific, you know, answers to questions. You pretty much have to rely on it On the data that it's already been fed.
0: Right. I think that that's a really important point because if it's going to play that role in your business where it's creating content for you and answering questions, I personally want it to be able to be very specific to my business and to answer very specific questions relating to my business. And so that's definitely something that people should take into the consideration of whether they should use this. All right. Last question, Remy. Um, How can we, should we use ChatGPT in the context of campaigns, which is of course my zone of genius?
1: Definitely as a jumping off point. So if you're struggling to think of ideas, you can get ChatGPT to generate some for you and then start from there. I think that it's going to be really helpful with cross-channel promotions. So If you create something for a specific channel, it can easily replicate it, but in a different way for another channel. So you'll be able to get a really consistent message across all of your marketing channels, which is going to help, you know, relay messaging, repeat the same information and let it stick in people's minds. So I think that's one of the biggest ways it's going to help. I think another great way to use it is to come up with customer personas and then put your ideas into chatbot and also let it know who you're trying to target. And I think that that's going to help really narrow down your messaging. So, if you want to focus on a specific type of um, customer, it's going to help make sure that your messaging really speaks to them. And I think also Specifically with, you know, blog posts and social media posts, email newsletters, it's going to help you write copy that is really tailored to them. Now, you're still going to have to do a lot of editing because it can only replicate, you know, a tone of voice so far. So if you say you want it to be in a friendly tone of voice, then it can do that. But if you have a very unique brand tone of voice, you're going to have to kind of do that yourself. So But I think that having it help you as a little marketing assistant with your campaigns is definitely going to make you more efficient and it's going to make your campaigns more targeted and probably more successful.
0: So you can give it an existing social media post about your campaign and ask it to rephrase that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: That's super handy because with campaigns, You know, we have so many different moving parts and um, there is a lot of content that is required for each campaign. So someone to help you repurpose and recreate content as opposed to regurgitate is is actually worthwhile.
1: Yeah, and repurposing content now, it doesn't require a lot of creativity. So if you've already written amazing copy, you have amazing ideas, Getting ChatGPT to reimagine them and rework them, that's going to save you a lot of time. And it's basically just taking the job that you would have to sit there and you might spend hours trying to find a different way to write something that you originally wrote, whereas ChatGPT can do it in seconds.
0: Mm, Good to know. Fantastic. Well, I've definitely learned something and I'm a little bit more willing to go and explore this after our chat. So thank you very, very much, Remy. Um, you offer done for you SEO services to your customers, but you've recently launched Sunday Sessions. Can you briefly tell us about that?
1: yeah, so Sunday sessions are SEO workshops to help small business owners with specific parts of SEO that they need help with. So there are a lot of SEO courses out there that focus on everything and it can be quite overwhelming when you're in you know a six or twelve week program. you're moving on to things so quickly and Sunday sessions really lets you drill down into these specific things you want to know. so, We have workshops for keyword research. We have workshops for content strategy and, you know, growing with SEO, e-commerce specific. So small business owners can really hone in on the skills that they need. And if they, you know, don't need to learn as much about something in SEO because they've already done a course or they already know it, they don't have to. Amazing. That sounds so great. Are the sessions on Sunday? No, unfortunately. (laughs) I enjoy my Sundays, so it's not on a Sunday, but we do have multiple times. So you can book either in the first sessions or the second sessions because they're repeated every half year.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Remy. Thanks for coming on the show and for sharing your wisdom with us. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You listened right up until the end. So why not hit that subscribe button and keep the good marketing rolling? Podcast reviews are like warm hugs. And they're also the best way to support a small business. You can connect with me, Mia Fileman, on Instagram or LinkedIn. And feel free to send me a message. I'm super friendly.